Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, Finstant Reaction Show, Week 2, Miami Dolphins, Baltimore Ravens. Wow, citizens of Perfectville, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, instant classic. That's all this is. This is an instant classic. 42-38, Miami goes up to Baltimore, up to Charm City, and for the first time since 1997, that's right, Dan Marino was still playing quarterback for the Miami Dolphins back then. It's the first time since 1997 that the Miami Dolphins go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens on the road. What an unbelievable game this was, ladies and gentlemen. After the first half, I bet most of you wanted to turn this off. Some of you probably did and walked away and moved on with your Sunday afternoon. And if you did, shame on you because you missed an incredible second half. One of the most gutsy, unbelievable offensive performances I have ever seen from Tua Tungavailoa, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, you name it. Everyone on the offensive side of the ball deserves a game ball for not giving up, for coming out with a better game plan in the second half and whacking the Baltimore Ravens in their own stadium. I mean, they went into halftime down 28 to 7. They went into the fourth quarter down 21 points and they score four touchdowns all through the air, six total through the air for Tua Tungavailoa, and come out on top. Game-winning drive with less than a minute left for Tua. So many narratives were shut down by the Tua haters in this game. So many questions were answered by Tua in this game in the fourth quarter. If you're a Miami Dolphins fan, and you are if you're listening to this, you've got to be happy. I mean, talk about the tale of Tua halves, if you will. Tua had one touchdown pass in the first half, two interceptions, a couple of bad decisions. He's not good when he's rolling out and throwing the ball. He's the exact opposite of Ryan Tannehill in terms of his accuracy. He made a couple of poor throws, and he got bit in the ass for it. But the second half, money. Over 300 yards passing, five touchdowns in the air, and like I said, four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, a couple of bombs to Tyreek Hill. That's why you go out and trade for Tyreek Hill and give him that contract, ladies and gentlemen. It's exactly that right there. I mean, who who didn't stand up on that first completion? And then who didn't jump through the roof on that second touchdown completion? I mean, Tyreek, I don't know if he's going to get fined for the, for the deuces that he threw up there, but... Uh, I think it's money well spent because he deserves to throw the deuces. He deserves to flash it. Tua deserves to dance. Jalen deserves to waddle. Everything that happened in that second half, like I said, this is the Finstant Reaction Show. We're not diving deep. We're going to do that later this week with Chris Cullen as we get into the stats and just really you know, blow our minds out on what the hell just happened, what we witnessed here today. Uh, but here's what we know. The Miami Dolphins are now 2-0 on the 2022 season. I think the Miami Dolphins have found their identity as an offensive uh, entity already. Sometimes that takes a long time. Sometimes you never find that identity. I think they found it here in week two. This is the offense that Miami Dolphins fans were dreaming about when we traded for Tyreek Hill, when we hired Mike McDaniel as the offensive coach and paired them with Jalen Waddell and Tua Tungabailoa. 
there's so much food on that plate that everyone gets to eat. I mean, Jalen Waddle snacked all damn day. He was there in the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and of course the fourth quarter with the game-winning touchdown. Tyreek Hill feasted in the second half of this game, but there was so much meat on that bone, ladies and gentlemen, that everybody, everyone was getting leftovers, scraps. Mike Kosicki had a game that you want to see from Mike Kosicki in this offense. River Craycraft called up from the practice squad gets out there and gets himself a tug. I mean, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, all of these guys are out there just doing what they do best, which is to get themselves open because they're going to be open because you have to account for Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And if you don't, well, you see what happens. What those two have, like 300 yards receiving and four touchdowns today. I mean, that is exactly what the citizens of Perfectville and the Miami Dolphins fans everywhere were expecting and hoping. And they finally got it. It took the second week. We didn't quite get it. We got a sneak peek. We got a nugget in that Patriots home opener. But this was the game right here. This was the half, second half of this game in Baltimore, where you see what this offense can be once they figure it all out. And I think they figured it out. To me, this is a legacy game for Tua Tungabailoa. Up to this point, everyone keeps pointing to that Arizona Cardinals game, his rookie season. Now, this trumps it big time. He showed up and he played through adversity. By the way, the Baltimore Ravens are a good team. They're a really good team. For my for my money, that's the best team in the AFC North, which is saying something. And Lamar Jackson was my preseason pick for league MVP, and he showed you why today. I mean, that guy is virtually unstoppable. But somehow, some way, Miami Dolphins figured out a way to beat him. They didn't stop him, but they beat him. But this is a legacy game for Tua Tungavailoa. That I really do truly feel that. Six touchdowns on the day. There's only two other quarterbacks in Miami Dolphins history that have ever done that in a single game. One guy's name's Bob, Bob Greasy. He's in the Hall of Fame. The other guy, some guy named Dan Marino, also in the Hall of Fame. Pretty good company if you're Tua Tungavailoa, right? The Tua haters pretty much have to shut up, at least for this week, because he had six touchdowns over 450 yards passing the ball, and he commanded this offense in the second half. And I'll tell you what, this doesn't happen last year. First of all, he probably doesn't get the chance last year to come out in the second half because he probably would have been benched. I think Brian Flores would have benched him for a, you know whoever the backup quarterback was. But even if he didn't, even if he came out and the score was what it was, 28-7, this doesn't happen. He doesn't get... He doesn't have the confidence. He doesn't have the playbook. He doesn't have the resources, obviously, to get this done. This was a track meet, and we just outran the Baltimore Ravens, beat them at their own game, which was insane to see because this doesn't happen in yesteryear. That's how you know it's a new era for Miami Dolphins football, which is freaking awesome because the narrative at half was new look offense, same old Dolphins. That's what I was going to come on here on the Finstant Reaction Show and tell all of you beautiful people out there, but they changed the narrative on us, did they not? Wow, what an unbelievable win. Unbelievable. You're going to be watching this on highlight packages for a very, very, very long time. And how about Mike McDaniel, by the way? he All he did is start his head coaching career with wins against Bill Belichick and John Harbaugh two of the most winningest coaches of all time in current day NFL. And oh, by the way, both of them have won Super Bowls. And Mike McDaniel said, ah, that's cute. Now watch this. Credit to everyone, man. I mean, the game ball goes to Tua Tungabailoa. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, Certainly not going to go to anybody on the defense. More on that here in just a second. But Tyreek Hill, uh, obviously cramping up, wasn't part of the game plan early 
And that's because the Ravens did a really good job of bracketing him and taking him away. But he held in there. He kept in there. He kept grinding and he broke free and he broke out and he broke loose in a big way. 190 yards, two touchdowns. The guy is the fastest human being on the planet. Like I, 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 you just see him blow by people. It's insane. And uh, not to be outdone, Jalen Waddle in the game all day long. Even when we were down at our lowest point, he was out there putting in the effort, doing what he could uh, to help Tua Tungabailoa, his buddy, his college teammate, out. And uh, <coughs> what? I don't even know what he had. Like 18, not 18 receptions, like 18 targets, 12 receptions, something like that. Uh, just a stupid number. Absolutely stupid number. And the, the 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 bitch of it all, ladies and gentlemen, is like what set up the final touchdown of all things was a crazy run by Chase Edmonds. I mean, the running game wasn't great today by any stretch of the imagination, but they did just enough to really, if you're a Ravens fan, want to just rip your hair out and be like, I can't believe that's when they do this. They do this now and they buck, you know, break out a 25 yard run from Chase Edmonds right now. Really? So it it just what a crazy I, I, I'm almost at a loss for words. This is why this Vincent reaction show was so much fun because it's really just raw emotion of everything you just saw on the screen right in front of you. I could only imagine if I was a Dolphins fan at that game. You know, I know that stadium probably holds about 70,000. Uh, this game, the, the lore around this game, you'll hear from about, I don't know, 150,000 Finn fans that they were at this game, even though the stadium only holds 70,000. But that's how it goes. Uh, look, <clears throat> if you've been listening to this show for any any length of time here, you know what I've been saying about this particular schedule. If the Miami Dolphins were able to get out of the first four games of this se- season, two and two, we look good for the playoffs. They've already checked that box. They're two and zero. Oh. You got Buffalo coming up the week after that, and then now a Cincinnati Bengals team that doesn't look that great all of a sudden. So I'm looking pretty good. For the Finns right now, uh, this Buffalo game, we're going to get into that later this week. That's going to be a challenge. You know, that's, that's an animal of a different color right there. But uh, you got to look around, man. Miami Dolphins are 10 and one in their last 11 games. This is a good team. This is a good team who finally got a good coach who went out and got good players, put together a good game plan. And you're starting to see some really good results as a result of that. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen, the Finston reaction. So Tua Tungabailoa. That's your that's your MVP of the game. Uh, also, defense and special teams. Here's the thing. Here's my take right now. The defense did not do great. Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh and everybody involved, the Baltimore Ravens, kudos to them. They came out with a great game plan to counter that zero blitz, and it took the Miami Dolphins some time, really into the second half, before they could really adjust. <clears throat> it almost was too late. So that's something that needs to be addressed. But here's the thing, and I've been saying this for a long time. This defense is built to play with the lead. They took the field today already down 7 nothing. <laughs> I mean, Devin Duvernay came out there and just smacked us right in the mouth with a 103-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, and the defense was already you know, on their heels. So this defense does much better when they have the lead. They don't do great when they're behind. But even with that, in the second half, I mean, very, very close to a couple things. Melvin Ingram, lots of penalties today, but he had a couple balls that he swatted, swatted down. Uh, the new guys out there, Trey Flowers, I think he had the big stop on fourth and you know one late in the game that set up that last uh, game-tying touchdown by Tua and Tyreek. Um, you had <clears throat> Xavier Howard almost with a pick six. Nine, 99% of the time, that is six going the other way. Uh, just slipped through his fingertips there, but X, uh, he didn't look good early. He su- settled down and got really good late. 
and that's what you want from your high priced cornerback out there on an island. Um, so it was bad early, much better, much improved in the second half. And, uh, you know, a win is a win. If you can go into Baltimore, a place you haven't won in 25 years and win, that's a good thing. If you can do it with 42 points on the board with six touchdowns from your quarterback, that's even better. And we'll get into it more, man. I'm going to have Chris Collin. We're going to have some guests on this week. We're going to talk about this game, and then we're going to move on to Buffalo because that's what we need to do. But uh, hold your heads high on a Monday and a Tuesday of this week, ladies and gentlemen. Victory Monday, Victory Tuesday. Your Miami Dolphins, 2-0, first place in the AFC East. Tua Tungabailoa's got seven touchdowns on the season so far. I think that puts them on pace for 56. So just go ahead and start crowing about that to everybody and anyone who will listen to you. And uh, fins up, man. So that's it. That's all I have to say. This has been the Finstant Reaction Show from Sam Marku from the Perfectville Podcast. Only thing left to say is goodbye from Perfectville. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.